0: You are listening to episode one of The Pussy Project. I am so beyond excited to be able to finally have this conversation with you guys and to finally have really instilled this monumental day where I'm finally unleashing one of the biggest, most proud creations that I've ever been working on. And not only monumental for myself, but for the whole community to feel like you have a voice when it comes to sexual empowerment. You have a go-to when it comes to love and dating. And you finally feel like you have this fucking Bible, this roadmap right in front of you that lays out some of the most foundational things and the foundational conversations that we just never had. When I was growing up, I grew up in more of a strict Kind of Catholic family. And my mom wasn't like that. But I grew up around a really religious centric household, right? And always, you know, having religion and the rosary and all of these things surrounding me all the time. And certain people in my family were very adamant on certain beliefs when it came to sex, love, and dating. And I always felt that. Sex and love and pleasure and dating, like all of it was bad. (laughs) I felt all of it was bad. You touched a man, you're, you know, (laughs) you're going to get some type of disease or something. And so I never really had a healthy foundation around what that looked like. And I had a lot of guilt and shame around my body, around my pussy, around pleasure, around what it looked like to just have a healthy fucking relationship, on what it looked like to just feel like a man was loving me equally, or to feel like I had a standard on what love even fucking looked like, right? And so as time went on, I learned like anybody else probably through a lot of heartbreaks, a lot of bullshit, and a lot of hardship. And I wanted to create this podcast because I wanted you women to have a guidebook and to no longer look at being a woman as a vulnerability, to no longer have to feel like you having a pussy is a weakness, right? A lot of times we're taught that as women, right, we're more emotional and we overanalyze things and we're always in our heads and we're drama or whatever it is that you've maybe been taught or told about being a woman. And there's not enough conversation in the space around feeling super confident because you have a pussy feeling super confident in being able to make decisions for your life around your like love and around relationships around pleasure around sex and having a resource and having a go to to be able to listen to who's like i fucking been there because i have <laughs> i've been there I know how you feel, but it doesn't have to feel like it's a weakness. Being a woman is not a weakness. Whoever has taught you that, or maybe have told you that, or maybe you've never heard that like anything along those lines before, and I'm really happy if you haven't. But you know, a lot of the times I was always told and not growing up, but more so as I met men along the way that, you know, I was too emotional or I was too vulnerable or, you know, caring or being compassionate or, you know, maybe thinking something a little bit too much in my head was always like a bad kind of side effect or a symptom of just being a woman, of just having a vagina. Right. And I remember always saying to my friends, You know, I just wish I could be a guy and just not give a fuck about anything (laughs) and to just not have emotions. And then I really sat back and thought to myself well, it would be really shitty to not feel things super deeply. It would actually be really shitty to not feel love on a totally deep level. It would not be me to not maybe think of some things in my head sometimes. And maybe there's a counterbalance to it at times, right? To not go overboard with anything or obsess or this or that. But really, it's not a gender problem. It's just what people have conditioned us to think about ourselves, right? So this podcast and the Pussy Project is really just a foundation And this ladder of growth to really start thinking about sex, love, and dating in a new way that you never have before. And to no longer look at having a vagina (laughs) as a vulnerability or something that you wish you could change because of all the things that come with it, right? Of being a woman, but feeling empowered and learning how to be empowered in your decisions when it comes to love, when it comes to sex, and when it comes to all of these things. So you no longer have to feel. Like It's something that you wish you could change about you. You were born this fucking way. You were born a woman. You were born with a vagina for a reason. Own it. And today's the day that I want you to really own that fact. So let's talk a little bit about sex. Sex is one of those things that you either feel really good about, you're either in the middle where you know some stuff, you feel kind of good, but it depends on the situation, or you have a lot of guilt and shame around it, or you don't trust people enough to have it. So that's usually the three categories that that kind of goes in. Now, anybody who's made you feel shitty about sex or made you feel shitty about love or anything along those lines probably is coming from a place and an experience that they just didn't have a good run, (laughs) And people mean the best when they come from a place of, well, you know what, when I was young, you know, I had this guy and, you know, he used me for sex and, you know, they come from a place of not wanting that to happen to you. But then they plant this little seed inside your head that tells you, well, maybe guys only use me for sex. And, as you go along in your dating ventures and you know your love escapades, you end up figuring out maybe through online dating or maybe through dating a couple of people that maybe some things that your mom said when you were young were true. Maybe some things about men that you've seen from your parents' divorce or growing up are true, and you use that as evidence and proof that that is now something that you are going to choose to believe. And I want to really challenge all of that because what has helped you maybe in the past, helped you to survive. It doesn't help you if you actually want to find love. It doesn't help you if you actually want to have a relationship. Um, It doesn't actually help you when it comes to men whatsoever. But we use these foundational beliefs or things that we thought um, because our parents wanted the best for us or because they use that as a way of love. But it was also a way of controlling the way that you see the world, controlling the way that you see sex altogether. You know, I remember feeling like growing up, sex was bad. It was like something that you didn't do. If you did that, you were a slut. If you did that, you're a whore. And these names and labels were such bullshit because they really put this kind of shame and guilt and shitty feeling around having sex, right? Being promiscuous was bad. You having sex with you know a certain above a certain amount of people you should be ashamed of and so you know i had a really weird funky fucked up you know belief but i never really realized how much guilt and shame that i carried on and how that affected all of my relationships till i got older and i want you to understand that the way, you know, it's not the fucking 1920s anymore. Like, it's not about like, you know, woman, you know, sits home and cleans and, and, you know, has no voice and never says anything and settles for probably like the most mediocre, shitty, fucking basic ass sex in the world. And probably as a relationship where she's resenting a lot of stuff where she's not really being able to feel like she can share what she actually wants to share, to share what she actually is feeling. And so sometimes I feel like we still live in this era of like, well, we're seeking the men's approval. We always have to have the stamp of approval for things from men that we always have to have the stamp of of approval that we're attractive enough or we're good enough. Or we have to have to have the stamp of approval from mommy. It's not about what other people had taught you to be true because maybe in the time in the era that was their belief around sex that it wasn't something that you were able to talk about it wasn't something that was accepted at all so to be able to stand up and say this is my vagina this is my body and whatever i do with this is not your business it doesn't make me a bad person and it doesn't make me any label slut or whore whatever the fuck you label this It just makes me a human, using my body in whatever way I please, and I don't fucking need your approval in order to do that. But in order to do that in that time, that would make you an outsider. And now we live in an era where it's more wildly accepted, right? And so whatever maybe your parents or anybody else has thought that maybe was more boxed in or more conventional is not what you get to choose to believe now. You live in a society and you live in a world where sex and certain ways of dating and online dating and love are just swipe away. You live in an era where it's all about woman empowerment. So if you're carrying on an old story from something that your parents had told you or made you feel about your body, that does not need to be your reality now. You are choosing to buy into an old 1920 or, you know, 1900 fucking version of how you should be using your body. It's time for you to take control and govern back and choose and decide what you want to do with your body from an empowered place. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about a topic about friends with benefits. Now, a lot of people shame a lot of women. Or make people feel bad if they want to have, you know, a friends with benefits, which is basically somebody that you just choose to hook up with and not have a romantic relationship with. And I believe that you can have absolutely any relationship that you want with anybody if you do it from an empowered place, right? There, I believe, are certain people that are able to have relationships, friends with benefits, hookups, fuck buddies, whatever you will that do really well and other people who don't do very well. And this is where we start seeking in being a woman as a vulnerability because we think that men only want to use us sometimes for our bodies or they only want to like get their dick wet, right? And it's actually kind of the opposite. It's when we go into friends with benefits knowing the parameters, knowing that that person is not wanting a relationship. But then we start being intimate. We start allowing somebody into our sacred space. And we actually had the intention beforehand, even knowing the parameters, even knowing that that was all it was going to be. But we secretly hope that maybe we'll change that. Maybe we'll be the woman that changes that. Maybe we'll be the woman that changes everything. And they're going to fall madly in love with, and they're going to finally see us as wife material. Right. And sometimes we go into it and we say, well, we caught feelings, right? I caught feelings for this man when I was, you know, hooking up with them. And I don't believe that there's anything wrong with catching feelings, regardless of anybody you're sleeping with, because I feel like the instant connection that you have with somebody, regardless if you sleep with them or not is there. Right. But it's, When you go into these agreements with seeking approval, seeking validation from a man, like tell me I'm attractive, tell me I'm good enough through fucking me and then choosing to wife me up after or to choose me as somebody whose relationship potential, knowing that maybe you made the cut, right, from all the other girls. And so when you put this massive pressure on the man and on yourself, to transform something that you previously had an agreement about, and now decide that you want something different, is not only not fair to the other person, but it's not fair to yourself. Because there's a very fine line in difference between blending, and I I feel like we tend to blend the two, between chemistry Which is the connection, you know, maybe passion, the fire and the emotion that you feel, and between like genuine love, right? And a lot of the times when we're being lustful with someone or when we're having sex with somebody, we get chemistry confused for feelings or falling in love. And I want you to know that anybody that maybe you're intimate with or any single person that you have a connection with, you have the ability to have chemistry with, right? And when you build a relationship off of chemistry, you tend to ignore a lot of red flags that might come up. You tend to compromise your standards a lot more. You tend to compromise your boundaries a lot more. So when you do friends with benefits the intentional way, which is something that I teach and I feel that can be done and has been done with clients and people in my life, is that when you choose to go into it with an intention, whether and be honest with yourself, do I actually want to go into being friends with Benny's with this guy, right? Stop choosing relationship potential men that you would want to be in a relationship with to fuck, right? You do not want to like blur the lines because you are going to end up falling for that person and you're going to be disappointed when that person might not want to give you what you need. And it's unfair to ask somebody for something when you made a previous agreement around not Really being able to receive a certain amount of attention or affection or like exclusivity, right? And so when you change your mind and you flip flop and you say, Well, I decide and I want it to be this way, but you get disappointed, this is how you attribute to a new belief around, Well, guys just want to fuck me. No, guys, if they just only want to have sex, they're allowed to have that decision. There isn't anything bad or shitty or shameful that needs to be around that for men either the same way that you're allowed to use your body with the intention of whatever it is that you want without having to feel shitty about it. Now, if you want to have a friends with benefits and have it in a more empowered place, right? If from an empowered space is to go into it not picking people that you would want a specific relationship with, but if you are really kind of wanting a relationship but you also want someone to sleep with, to be upfront with people about what it is that you want you know, I'm not looking for anything particularly serious, but I would be open to something unfolding potentially. Is that okay with you? And that way you're allowing the person to make the choice. Do Are they going to choose to continue to have sex with you or to continue to enter into this relationship without having to feel this massive amount of pressure or worrying about you changing your mind? A lot of times men are honestly just scared of women, you know, catching feelings, which is more so them flip-flopping on something they said in the first place because it puts a lot of pressure on a man, puts a lot of expectation for how they want to show up when that wasn't the original agreement. Now, being intentional about it is really just holding the intention for not just somebody who just wants to fucking get their dick wet, but somebody who genuinely cares about your needs and meeting your needs in the bedroom equally and being able to also receive pleasure instead of just sitting there, you know, and having sex with no intention, with more so, well, I just want to get off and that's it. But you can do it in a way that meets both of you. And that comes with picking a more, mature type of man. And a lot of the times... The reason why friends with benefits don't work out is we pick the fuck boys or the guys who are like, send me a nude or, you know, slide into your DMs. I want to fuck right away. You can have a mutual agreement and have it feel empowered when you know exactly what you're available for, exactly the boundaries that you're going to set for yourself, for your emotions, for your heart, to protect your energy and yourself, and to discuss that with a person. That is a mutual, mature friends with (laughs) bennies. That's how to do it right in 2019. So if you ever find yourself wanting something like this and feeling like, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, feel like a slut or anything that maybe you've heard along the way that has made you kind of feel shitty about that, whatever you do with your body is your business. Remember that. It's nobody else's fucking business. It's nobody's right to judge. It's nobody's right to cast judgment or tell you like, this is the right way, or this is the wrong way. There is no right or wrong. It's just about what feels good for me. What feels relaxed for me? What is it that I actually want in my life right now when it comes to love, sex, and dating? What do I want to experience with somebody? And how do I just want my body to fucking feel? And whatever decision I make as a result of that, is on me and it's nobody else's business or responsibility to make a judgment. And if somebody chooses to, or if somebody chooses to make me feel bad or weird about it, or a friend or a man, or maybe somebody that you end up sleeping with and maybe it didn't end up working out or a man, you know, or an ex or whatever. It's not your responsibility to take on what somebody else's expectation of maybe perfect or what you know proper woman looks like because whatever feels good for you, whatever decision you make out of a pure place of integrity and feeling fucking confident and good about your decision, nobody has a goddamn right to fucking say a thing about it and you got to own that. Not your parents, not your friends, not a man, not your ex, not nobody and that's something I want you to remember. And where I want to kind of close this off is to remember that just because you have a pussy doesn't mean it's a weakness. Just because you have emotions doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. Just because you get attached doesn't mean you're needy. It doesn't mean any of those fucking things. The biggest thing that I can leave you with today is to stop attaching labels and headlines to stories and beliefs and things that other people had made you feel. Needy is more so, I believe, somebody who's wanting their needs to get met, but just doesn't know how to express that or doesn't know how to sometimes ask for that in the right way. Does it mean that that is a weakness or a vulnerability? Does that mean that that's just a symptom and a side effect about being a woman? No. And so every label that you've ever experienced or any label that you've ever felt or anything that you've ever experienced that somebody has told you. Maybe you were too sensitive. Maybe, you know, you weren't open to sex, So maybe you're a square, or whatever it is that anybody has told you before. Wherever you're at right now is perfectly fine. Whatever you allow yourself to do with your body, you're in control. Um, whatever you want to do with your body, with your love life, any of those things. Is your decision. It's not anybody else's choice to decide the way that you get to live your life, the way that you get to use your body. And anybody who puts a label on maybe you're too sensitive. Being sensitive is one of the most beautiful gifts about being a woman. It's about having compassion for other people, it's about being in tune with how somebody else feels. It's a beautiful gift, it's a blessing. And maybe at times, You know, when a guy breaks up with you or, you know, a guy just goes through randomly or somebody you really care about, you know, walks out of your life, it can feel really hard because you feel things so deeply. But how would it be to live in a world where you were just numb? How would it be to live in a world where your pussy was numb? How would it feel to just live in a world where you were just numb altogether? Numb to pleasure, numb to emotion, numb to everything. It would be a very shitty fucking life. So, to start reframing the way that you start looking at these things that people have told you or people have made you feel, and to know that you're not living life based off of a memory or experience that's re-looping in your head over and over again about something that somebody's told you or something Danny said to you growing up or you know something your mom made you feel about your body. It's You're now living in the present. You're not living in the past. You're not living in those people's experience. You're not living life by their playbook that they think that you should live by. And any man or person that has made you feel bad in some way or weird in some way about your body or about a decision you made or about a breakup, it's not your responsibility anymore to keep holding on to that. I want you to look at every single time somebody said something to you. It's like kind of a dagger in, like, in you. And as you move on... Those daggers kind of get deeper and deeper and you're still like attached to that person in some way because you're still choosing to buy into a belief, an idea, and a story that somebody else has taught you is true. You're living and releasing parts of your identity that are actually being created by somebody else, by somebody else's experience and belief and truth. Today is the day you decide what is going to be your fucking truth. What is going to be your story? What is going to be... Your personal policy around how you use your body, how you find love, how you experience all of these things. What is your now non negotiable way of seeing the world, seeing sex, seeing love, seeing dating today? That is what I want you to really think about. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Let me know how much you love this podcast. And I am so, so excited you guys to be joining me on this crazy fucking journey with the Pussy Project.